holy letters of the Rebbe in volume 10. This is letter number 3293. Baruch Hashem. This is dated the 21st day of Shabbat. Toshin Tezvo, Brooklyn. The Rebbe addresses him as the great genius, etc. Yaakov Yitzchok Sheyichia Zaltz. If I'm not mistaken, we had the Rebbe answer to him earlier. And Sholem Uvracha. And the Rebbe says that uh, the uh, he doesn't have right now the time, the Rebbe says, to enjoy the Pilpul Daraisa to discuss the uh, uh, various, uh, I guess, the give and takes and the uh, depth, the analysis of Torah. The Rebbe basically would love to uh, to get into various different uh, details, but the Rebbe says, I don't have the time right now. Uh, he asked the Rebbe some practical question with regards uh, to uh, to uh, the laws of uh, family purity, whether uh, women would use uh, during the time of the uh, Shiva Nikib. This is a very detailed uh, question to um, and the Rebbe points to the, uh, the halachas here, but we're going to uh, leave it at that. It's just the, the Rebbe just sends him, gives him some references. Um, and the Rebbe, in a previous letter, uh, talked to him. Uh, uh, he tells him who is the author of that uh, Safer. The Rebbe, he asked apparently the Rebbe, the Rebbe sent him a name of a Safer. Uh, he, uh, Rebbe tells me, uh, they were wondering, are you, can you fulfill uh, Hanukkah lights by using the electric, electric uh, Hanukkah menorah? That was the issue there. Do you have to light uh, a candle, a light, or can you use electricity? Um, and um, the Rebbe sends to various different um, at different points. So the Rebbe gives him that various different. Uh, now, um, elsewhere, I think I believe uh, the Rebbe addresses this question more directly of himself. Uh, I don't know. You know, when you find yourself, let's say, in a hospital, let's say. Um, uh, they don't let you light uh, real candles or in a situation where you can't light. So, of course, it's better to use an electric lamp, or, you know, instead. But the issue becomes, do you make a bracha on it? Is it the really, are you fulfilling really the mitzvah? I mean, certainly you can do it, but are you fulfilling the mitzvah to make the blessing on it? And that is the discussion over there. Um I, I, I believe that the actual, I'm trying to remember exactly, but I believe that the ruling is that you do not make a bracha on if you light an electric lamp. But like I said, uh, if there is no possibility, you should do that. But anyways, the Rebbe doesn't get into this letter. He just gives references. And this is in the name of the uh, Rebbe. Uh, um, Rabbi? You know, when we do, there's a few notes here that the Rebbe brings down, we answer some of his questions over there. Uh, you know, when we do the Hallel, 
on Rosh Chodesh or Yantiv when we do Hallel, uh, there is a repetition. We say like we say, "On Hashem, Oshir, Oshaslichano." You say, you repeat. You know, like Hashem There is a repetition of these verses, but the Rebbe says when you say Tehillim in the regular, like when people are saying Psalms, you do not. Uh, uh, repeat uh, and you don't uh, uh, you don't make a bracha uh, and you can do it while you're sitting down halal should be said while you're standing but that's sitting down and you don't duplicate the things we duplicate by uh, the uh, by the repetition um, so the Rebbe says, because if you're saying halal to Hashem and the Tehillim, why shouldn't, uh, why shouldn't you say a bracha? I mean, when you're saying halal and you're praising Hashem, so when you're saying the Tehillim, like by us, in the, on the 24th of the month, Chavdalet happens to be the portion of the entire Tehillim. On the 24th of the every Hebrew uh, month that we say the chapters all of the hollow so I guess his question was since you're saying hollow in the Tehillim why not make a bracha because saying hollow before Hashem needs a bracha just like when we say hollow in Shul but the Rebbe is saying since you're doing it uh, without a bracha because you're sitting and you're not duplicating it is as if you are saying very specifically that we're not really doing now the praise and the sh- and halal for Hashem, we're just saying the verses because you're not doing it in a way standing up and duplicating, which would be in a sense a way of halal, and that's why no bracha, I guess, is not necessary. And that's why the Rebbe says some people have the tradition, believe it or not, they say the entire Tehillim every day. So, the Rebbe says, it says that uh, you're not allowed to say Halal every day, because it's not going to, you know, you only have to say Halal uh, on those special days, because it's going to be too mundane, too weekly. If you do it every day, you want to reserve the praise of Hashem for special days. But so we know if one who says halal every day is not uh, proper. So how could you say the Tehillim every day? Those people that say the Tehillim, in the Tehillim you have the halal. And the answer is because that's not considered halal when you're doing it as part of the Tehillim as verses versus doing it as a song and a praise to Hashem. Another question he asked the Rebbe, so that's interesting. That's about about the halal. Another question he asked the Rebbe uh, about making a bracha. Uh, if you put things in a can, so let's say vegetables, for example, I don't know canned vegetables. So uh, vegetables, um, you make the proper bracha. Let's say bropri hadama when you eat them. But if they are degraded from their importance, uh, then you would make a shahakal. They're no longer unique. 
And his question was, if you put it into can, let's say you have canned corn, uh, does it degrade the uh, status of the corn? And now there will become their blessing would be shahakol. It won't be anymore borapri hadama because it's no longer has that importance. So the Rebbe says that really is up to the people how people look at it. If they feel that it's sort of not as eating the corn right out of the uh, on the cob, eating the corn of the cob, or canned corn. If it's that's what the Rebbe says. If it, if you feel, uh, or if people feel, I don't know, the majority of people feel that corn in a can. I'm just giving corn as an example, but the Rebbe talks about anything in a can. Does it lower its value and therefore would change the brachas? It's up to the people. But Rebbe argues he he wanted to associate this something which soaks for a long time is considered like cooked. Um, um, and when you cook vegetables, sometimes it changes the blessings too, I guess if the cooking uh, degrades them. But the Rebbe says this has nothing to do with that. It only has to do... Uh, the reason is, does it remain in its importance or not? And I guess, from as far as I'm concerned... Corn in the can tastes as good as the <laughs> as corn, and, and 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 all what you got to do is with a can opener open it up, or you don't even have to bother cooking it or anything else. Cause <laughs> of uh, blessings, there's a lot, a lot of details over there. It's not so simple to know which blessing to make on different things, and that's in the time of the Shulchan Aruch when they're. Uh, Ingredients were pretty much straightforward. Today, with the all the various different types, you know, you never know. You know, uh, no. Now they're producing meat out of cells. Uh, are you going to be flashing? <laughs> no, I don't. Know. Not only that, all kinds of ingredients and all kinds of different. You know, it's just become a lot, a whole uh, complex. Uh, you know, today on the various different uh, cans. They should also write you what bracha it is. <laughs> Not only it's kosher, but tell you what kind of bracha because you don't know what's in there and what's considered the main. And of course, there's many opinions, so they can't write. Rebbe has a further discussion over here whether a uh, empty pot uh, on the fire uh, with regards to Shabbos and also about healing for uh non-Jew, but that's beyond the scope over here, and we'll leave this for another time.